In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear friends in Christ, and welcome to Wednesday of the second week of Easter, today being the 19th day of April 2023. Let us beg that the Spirit of God will come dwell in us and lead us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Friends in Christ, the title of my homily today is Saved to Save. Saved to save. The first reading today is taken from the Acts of the Apostles chapter 5 from verse 17 to verse 26. The Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to John chapter 3 from verse 16 to verse 21. Today, beloved friends in Christ, in the Gospel reading, Jesus in continuation of his discourse with Nicodemus says to him today, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God sent the son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Now he adds, he who believes in him is not condemned. He who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God, dear children of God, today Jesus tells us in clear terms the purpose for his coming in human form into the world. God the Father has given up his only begotten Son for the salvation and the redemption of the world. So Jesus came that you and I may be saved. So he, like he said, he came not to judge, not to condemn, but to save. And you and I are the beneficiaries of the salvific ministry and mission of Jesus Christ. Having been saved, we also have a mandate. And what is that mandate? That we are to go out saving others. Not we doing the work of the Savior, but we collaborating with the Savior as instruments of ease to save our fellow human beings. Dear children of God, God has saved you and I. He has also given us that mandate to go forth in bringing about the salvation of others. And how do we do that? Preaching the good news. Preaching the good news. This is what the apostles were occupied with all their life. Preaching the gospel. Having been saved, having been chosen and called by Christ, to become his own apostles, his close companions and close collaborators, they carried on with the same mission that Jesus came to establish in the world, namely the salvation of souls. These didn't come without a prize. They were persecuted, they were molested, they were abused, they were killed in their numbers. But even while all of these were going on, they continue in fervent prayers 
and in preaching the gospel. God see this level of commitment and dedication and this strong bond of unity that they, you know, wielded as at their time. After they were arrested, they were sent into the same prison and they prayed. And at that night, at midnight, the angel of God came down and opened the prison gates, urging them to go into the temple and continue with the gospel message that they have been preaching. Ordinarily, they wouldn't want to get anywhere close to those who, you know, orchestrated, orchestrated their arrest. They would have done everything to avoid any further encounter with their persecutors. But as a people devoted and dedicated to the Holy Spirit, they follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Returning to the temple, they continue preaching the good news for the salvation of humanity. And upon seeing them, the Pharisees, the scribes, and all the Jews and their elders, of course, were dumbfounded. And they ordered their arrest, their re-arrest, but without any further molestation. Beloved child of God, you cannot guarantee your own safety. It is important that you take precautions, that you are careful. But again, when it is time for you to do the right thing, it is not your refusal to do the right thing that will secure your protection. We must understand this, that a man whom God decides not to protect, no matter what you do to protect yourself, no matter what whom you have to protect you, you are never protected. You are more vulnerable than any creature. But the moment God chooses to protect you, now tell you, beloved child of God, no matter what is after you, no matter how insecure you may be, God will always guarantee your security because in God, nobody can rescue you out of the hand of God. And so when we begin to understand our Christian calling in this light, we will begin to become more committed to the cause of right, to the cause of justice, to the cause of equity, to the cause of fairness, to the cause of righteousness, will begin those who promote, will become rather those who promote the values of the kingdom of God. And these we are very much familiar with. Now, in doing this, definitely we are going to provoke the anger, the envy, the jealousy of those who do not share in our vision, in our aspirations, and in the promptings of the Holy Spirit that we do. And so the resultant effect of that is persecution, as suffered by the early Christian community. But dear child of God, you must always remember this. Jesus said one thing in the gospel today that we must take seriously into account. He says, He who believes do not he who believes in him is not condemned. He who does not believe is condemned already. And then he, he, he goes on to say, And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because they are these we are evil. There is a supreme judgment over the universe, over every human person. Condemnation for those who saw the light and rejected the light because their deeds are of evil and they are not ready to turn away from their evils. 
You and I also, in order to escape the wrath and the judgment of God, the condemnation of God, we must do our best at all times to detest every form of evil and wickedness and struggle always to do the will of God. It is only when you acknowledge and accept the supremacy of the judgment of God over the universe that you begin to see the judgment of men as secondary. The Pharisees, the scribes, the elders of the Jewish nation, they couldn't see why the apostles wouldn't obey their judgments and their instructions. They fail to understand that there is a higher authority than theirs, the authority of God, who is ultimate and who has the power to judge the whole world at the end of time, to condemn and to acquit. And like the Bible says in the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, who can condemn the Lord's acquitted? So our primary concern, firstly, should be God's judgment as it concerns every action we take and every inaction we refuse every day of our lives. It is only in the light of this that we begin to obey human authorities. For human authorities can fail, can fall into error, but God's authority and sense of judgment cannot. Dear children of God, I therefore encourage you that amidst trials, amidst persecutions, amidst oppositions, do not give up, do not be discouraged. Continue in the path of righteousness. Continue in the path of virtue. Do not forsake the light because your deeds are of darkness. Rather, uphold the light, celebrate the light, live in the light of God, and the light of God will vindicate you. Because as he came through for the apostles while they were in prison, through his angel and set them free from the prison, so he will come through for you to bless you and to set you above the standards, the powers, and the manipulating forces of our generation and our world today, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.